Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome to the freshest edition of the Permission Granted Podcast, the PGP. As always, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, CBS Sports Radio. Moraz will usually tweet it out from that account. I'll tweet it out as well. Mirage will do it from his personal account. Also on Facebook, facebook.com slash the DA show. Also on the website, DA on CBS.com. And then of course on iTunes as well. Just simply search permission granted podcast. So Mirage uh, jumps in right now. There are so many things to get to here. Let's start off with a review of your two show that you hosted morning of Thanksgiving and then morning of black Friday. You said that of course, show number two went better than show number one. Did show number two, you feel like, have more uh, calls or more listeners, more interaction because it was not going into a holiday and people might have been up early preparing for the Black Friday stuff? Yes, I I think definitely. I think more people were were certainly awake. I believe I had some Black Friday shoppers that were out and about calling. And I had more of a lightning rod, rod topic, which was the Cowboys essentially had their funeral on Thanksgiving. So all those factored in. And after just doing it the first night, I felt almost less scripted. Like, I I had quite a few points and lines I wanted to make sure I hit on in every one of my segments in the first show. And then after that and getting the pacing down in the second show, I knew the topics. I knew some points, but I didn't have to almost, like, script out my first couple lines of either. And I just – I went with – I just felt way more comfortable. And I think the real me came out in the second show. Well, you got really good compliments from most people, and uh, the bosses have been complimentary. I thought you did a really good job. Uh, Everybody around here seems to do – Thought you do a good job. Which is scaring me, by the way. I would say so, yeah. Uh, the listeners seem to do think you did a really good job. Did you get anybody, any feedback from anybody, friends, family, listeners, that just came at you because they hated you and just wanted to tear you down? One caller told me to go F myself. We had to dump it. He wasn't happy with it. Um, and another caller tweeted the network account, this guy's a fat slob. I want Amy back. Okay. But didn't use my Twitter handle, so that was nice. <laughs> and then a couple friends were pretty critical about just takes I had and stuff like that. I said, well, then you're getting a reaction. That's what I want anyway. So I'm not really taking that as a negative review. What was your most unpopular take? That Kirk Cousins is overrated. Yeah, I don't understand the Kirk Cousins uh, well, Show me where he's becoming a, a 10, 11-game winner. Well, it's funny because this has become a popular, a popular take is that Kirk Cousins – is wildly underrated or does more with less. I mean that this is this has now become his narrative. I think he has pretty damn good weapons. Really do. But hey, people like Kirk Cousins good. Go overpay for him. You watch. You won't win a Super Bowl with him. 
No, he's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. So, all right, so that's good. So everything went well, and uh, who knows? Maybe you'll get another shot here with more holidays coming up. That is the hope. That now is the Now you belief. can't go on vacation with Danielle, though, at this point. Yes and no. Uh-oh. Let's say that. Oh, are you going to blow off shifts? No, 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 no. In talking to bosses, they asked me if I had any plans. I go, listen, this was a trip, but it's hosting is much more important. Give me this. In thumbing through the schedule, it appeared as if the three days I have booked on a trip currently are three days in which all the regular hosts mm. happen to be in. Okay. So I might, might, he said, now, give me till next week, but I might be able to get away with working some before and after and still get my three-day vacation, which would be the story of me just stepping in it every at every turn. Yeah. Like, so- if I told Brock that, what do you think his his explanation would be, his response? Uh, you're a fat loser that fell backwards, ass backwards into more lucky breaks. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. But by no means, I said, hey, this is my priority. Huh. Stick New Year's Eve at midnight, I'll ring the bell. Whatever you need. Yeah, at this point, you got to work those shifts. That's it. Hey, I'm nose to the ground. Nobody works harder than me. N- you know, <laughs> now that you're getting these opportunities, now you should be more honest about your... What does that mean? I, well... I have a feeling that part of this, even if it's subconscious over the last couple of years, has been trying to defend your flaws because you were worried about your standing within the company. And and worried that you would never get a shot to really do on air stuff. And now that you're getting compliments from the bosses, I think you must feel more secure and you should really start being honest about the things that you are. You're lacking in. <laughs> I, I I think I've been pretty honest about lacking. I admit sometimes I'm lazy and everything. I think the problem is I'm too honest in my my flaws that people want more of that. They want <laughs> they want me to admit to more flaws that I don't think I have. I think I've come a long way as a, as a citizen in society a and citizen. an employee. A citizen. And an employee here at CBS Sports Radio, they know my flaws. And I think the bosses are almost amazed at my flaws that it's just it's gone unbelievably looked at. Well, that actually might have really benefited you is that you play the kind of bumbling clown and right. that they they saw you actually be competent on the radio and the bar was set at bumbling clown. Great point. <laughs> They're like, "Wow, he's not that bumbling." Exactly. But he can still be the bumbling clown when we're looking for for laughter. I, you know, I got I wear a lot of different suits. I like he can still be the bumbling clown. Like <laughs> That's an act that you're putting on. <laughs> if we need him in that spot, he could be a reliever, he could be a starter, whatever we need. Hmm. Well, that's very good. I'm, I'm very, Listen, very Listen, I think it's a great reflection. The more the you know the DA show branches grow, I think it's better for everybody totally, involved. Totally, yeah. No, absolutely. And I plugged the show, I mean, a million times through two of it, which the bosses seem to love, too. Even plugged where a listener from Alaska said, they're, said they can't hear us. I even plugged the website where to find the audio. So, believe me, I was looking out for us. Well, I, I, and I appreciate that, and I, uh, I heard some of it, and I, I think you did a really good job weaving all that stuff in. So, what we were joking about off the air between the two, uh, between this podcast and the end of Thursday's show, was that you did a really good job hosting, and so clearly I'm rubbing off on you, and I did a really poor job on play by play, and so clearly you're rubbing off on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Seinfeld episode. You're getting, I'm getting the best of you. You're getting the worst of me. I did the play-by-play for that Conference USA game, and uh, I mean, just listen back to the clips. I actually thought, like overall, I probably did maybe a B minus C plus over the course of the entire game. I thought I got better in the second half. I was so rusty in the first first quarter and first half. But then listening back, I'm like, oh god, I I don't 
That doesn't sound like me at all. It sounds like when you listen back to yourself on a voicemail <laughs> or when you listen to yourself on a, an old answering machine. Yeah, it's very, it's got to be very awkward. You almost sounded like college you. Yeah. You yeah, know, which is weird. I think it. But, had... but hold on, the worst of you is that when you made botched the fake punt, you made several excuses. Oh well, there was there was a rugby style punt the week before. Um, where we were located, I just couldn't see that side of the field. As if they put you on the other side of the moon at a small college stadium, you were ripping. That was me ripping off excuse after excuse. You screwed up the call. That's, That's what it. I'm saying. I know. I've become Mraz. You become me. This is terrible. <laughs> it's an alternate universe. This is awful. I'm going to be wearing Zubaz to work on Monday. <laughs> I'll wear a cardigan over a button down now. This is awful. They're never going to call me back for that play-by-play ever. So much work. Also, play-by-play. I spent like six hours that week just working on my chart. What what does it say about Jeff Schwartz's career? They get stuck next to you calling Charlotte (laughs) FAU on Facebook. Boy, the mighty have fallen. For all of us. (laughs) (laughs) For all of us. You know, it's such an amazing thing. So I, I called this game uh, two games. I did color two weeks ago in San Antonio for Marshall at San Antonio, uh, UTSA. And then I called the play-by-play for this. It was uh, FAU and Lane Kiffin going to Charlotte. And for two weeks, I was traveling like my buddy Andrew Catalan for the NFL on CBS or Carter Blackburn for uh, for college football on CBS Sports Network or all the guys that I know in the business that are play-by-play guys. And, I, you know, I know their lives because I'm friends with them. And, uh, you know, they're calling games, they're making charts, and they're flying into cities, and they're staying at hotels, and they're, you know, <laughs> there's this whole life that's built into play-by-play, whereas our lives, this is actually something that, I don't know if I've ever said this on the radio, one of the reasons I gravitated to sports radio is because I got to work in the same place every day, five days a week. I like that schedule. I agree with you. I never wanted to be on the road, away from my family, away from my wife, whatever. Uh, I never wanted... Consistently. The every, you know, the random trips, like Super Bowl and stuff is cool, but like... sure. Sure, but but the career being on the road was never enticing to me. So when I saw sports radio was five days a week, same city, same schedule every day, I was like, I kind of like that to be in sports media and to not be all over the place. Right. So I lived the all over the place for, it ended up being like four of the last five weeks because the first week I went to Houston to do that all-access dynamo thing for the MLS then I was home. Then I did the Auburn trip. Then mm-hmm. I did San Antonio. Then I did Charlotte. So it was like, and get ready for the game. Then go to the game. Now Auburn Poor was as a, you. as a fan. No, it was, so <laughs> it was don't. cool to go to all those games. But I was like, oh, this is kind of like what my what my play by play guys live. Get on a you know every every Friday you're like in the air. Every right. Sunday night you're worrying about your flight back or whatever that is. And uh, it was kind of cool in that way. It was like show up at the next city and you have your hotel. And I guess this is what probably traveling salesmen and people that travel a lot for work do. And then it was like get to the stadium really early. Like, I mean, what's the what's the earliest you've ever been to a stadium as a fan? Two hours. And that's a long time. Long to be. time. And that's I don't even long. I don't even know why. Maybe for like batting practice or whatever at a baseball game. Okay. Yeah. BP for a football game. If you're in there before an hour before, it's 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 a ghost town. Right. So we're in there like three hours before. And oh. it's like you walk around and nobody's there and you go through security. And it's like this whole different lifestyle. You go to the truck and you talk to the producers. Then you get the, you sit down, you have some food and you go through your chart and go through the stats. It's like, it's just so different than what we do. What we do is five days a week a crash course. Yeah. Every single day is 
you got to go right now and get everything into it and squeeze everything in, and we're just like constantly on the fly. There, it's you prepare all week for one moment, and then you have all of this downtime to prepare for that one moment. So it was cool to like do it from that standpoint, but it, I don't know, it wasn't something that like triggered something inside of me that I had to do again. So you want to keep up with what you're doing now? Would that be the plan? I think that's the plan. All right, that's smart. I'm I way better agree. at. I think I'm way better at. Uh, I yeah, would say so. Show. Based on what we heard, I would say so. Based on the, the fake pun I did. Well, didn't you see. you weren't terrible. I know we make jokes. It wasn't bad. The high the touchdown calls weren't bad. And you also just listened to like three clips. Thirty seconds total of my three Good hours point. in the air. I, it wasn't like I was at the sports bar, you know, that day, and that's the game they had up yeah. too, you know? Yeah. You weren't exactly unless you were an FAU or Charlotte fan, not exactly going out of your way on Facebook <laughs> four o'clock to do that. Had to do it. I mean, where would you rather be besides uh, with our game when you had the Iron Bowl, Michigan, Ohio State? Yeah, and- yeah I was at a brewery watching the Iron Bowl. I could only imagine the look in everybody's face. Can we link up the Facebook Live up here? I got to get to the FAU. the big screen. <laughs> got to get it on the Jumbotron. Um, so the other thing is 12 DAs of Christmas because we got to start this next week. Let me just run through some of these suggestions. Calvin in Pennsylvania, hot peppers. I like that. I even forget why he was calling it his hot, pe- I guess the ghost pepper. Yes. Chili. Caller claims he's in the soccer hall of fame. I do remember that. Boy, that seems like three years ago. But- that was last January. You bashing Betty White, me crushing you for bashing Betty White. That's definitely a top 12. I, I think a lot of people forget how funny that was. Yeah. You don't realize Doris Roberts is dead. That piggybacked off the of Betty White. <laughs> is Doris Roberts the... Everybody loves Raymond. Mom. <laughs> the mom from <laughs> So I must have blurted out something about her, and then somebody looked it up like about five minutes later. Like, By the way, Doris Roberts died last year. <laughs> uh, we have on here February 1, Francesa on Radio Row. Listened back with James Ward. Yeah. We laughed for an hour after we were done listening. Really? It was when Francesa goes to Radio Row, uh-huh. and we play this back in sound check. And he describes what a row is. Oh, right. We're in a we're in a warehouse. Oh, <laughs> uh, these tables. <laughs> and he spends like eight minutes, but we shorten up the clip, and we're just mocking Francis, explaining what radio row. We're in a warehouse. Yeah. It, we, me and James, left our cubicles, came back an hour later, and we're still laughing about it. Okay, so that should make it as well. Uh, two listeners jump on stage on set when I'm doing the show at Radio Row. That's a must-have. Probably the most uncomfortable I've ever been on the show. And <laughs> that says something. Judge Scotty Farrell gives you your sentence. Uh, what, what was the I be- was I guess I was calling out sick to work. And, oh, oh no, right. from no, there's the snowstorm. <laughs> yeah. I called out for the snowstorm. I wasn't coming in. He went nuts about it, and he sat in there as a southern judge and sentenced me. Yes, that was awesome. Uh, James Ward goes after Pac Fan Joel, saying he used Marlboro Miles for his it was so funny for his clothes. Too. <laughs> And I don't even know if Pac Fan Joel does, but he feels like the type of guy right. that would. We were trying to describe him. That was so funny. Uh, Aaron Rodgers calls you out. Get away from me, buddy. Girl Scout cookie cover-up. Oh, this is when we realized that Girl Scout cookies can be purchased in right. the store under different names. Exactly. That was a big, big moment for us at the time. Yeah, that was kind of like our E60 moment. We broke a lot of ground there. Yeah. Grasshoppers <laughs> or Thin Mints. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mr. Six in studio, mandatory top twelve. Not only, not only because it was oh, great, because so of good. how much backlash we got from the bosses for. <laughs> yeah. So how do we not replay it now? Yeah. Uh, I trash dog people. That didn't go over so well. No. Jolt and Joe D talking Italian football, not soccer. That was pretty funny. Bergamo, Bergamo. 
Uh, Mraz didn't think cars existed before 1950. You thought <laughs> that's what I said. What you think? The Babe Ruth got to Yankee Stadium in a horse and buggy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when you ate dog crap, mandatory top 12. Yeah, I mean, low moment of my life. A casual wingership when we weren't allowed. You mean how stupid the year was? <laughs> we were not allowed to actually have a competition because we couldn't find an EMT in time. So we had to have Badlands Booker just casually eat wings for three hours. We had a wing cam on him. The boss were like, you can't be a competition. He just needs to enjoy the wings. Okay. We had him sit there for two hours. <laughs> he ate 50 wings in two hours. Uh, you hate Brandon Marshall, which also goes with your Giants rant. Um, Art Garfunkel cursing and hanging up. That's got to be on there. Hurricane Jen hates her name. I don't honestly. Th- maybe this is our own problem. I don't remember this, but maybe Hurricane Jen watered herself down. This was her only mm. her only candidate, though, in the mm. files. Mm, I'll have to go back and listen to that. Uh, the fake Young Guns press conference head of your playoff game. That's That was awesome. Yeah, but I don't know if Mr. Six is too much there. Right, right. These are the things you have to consider. You have to consider. The um, Piggy Doodle Dandy has to make it in. You taunting all of us about the Yankees and then getting it shoved right in your face when they lost. And then the other thing we brought up, too, the sweatpants from a couple days ago. Yeah, now the, the sweatpants fight has turned on turn into a whole beast. I cannot believe that. If sweatpants fight happens in June, we might be talking about his number one. It happened late in the process. Very late. Like a late Grammy entrant. You know, he said, yeah. oh, he or got a, buried. A late riser in the uh in the like the quarterback draft class. Exactly. He's only gonna go in the third round when in reality, had we been talking about him in September. Davis Webb. You know, full <laughs> year. So all of those coming up. So we'll I guess we'll uh decide on yeah, At if, least first four out for next week. Yeah, so in theory, we're going to try to play 16 of these. So we're going to do the 12 DAs and do the first four out. You might be saying, why don't you just call them the 16 DAs of Christmas? Well, that doesn't go with the song. Yeah, so we're going right. so to play 16, but still the 12 DAs of Christmas. First four out should start on Monday. So we are taping this on Thursday, which means, you know, we talked about my work ethic. It's my responsibility to cut these down to a sizable portion. And yeah. let's go here. You know, And we got to get the open. Yeah, we got to get the open done. <clears throat> so a lot going on. So maybe we should wrap up the PGP and we can get to work. All right. So let's do that. Uh, I want to encourage everybody to go watch the uh, newest edition of Nomad. This was the footage that went behind the scenes that didn't make the Auburn uh, the Auburn video from a week ago. This was the hotel we stayed in, which was a crap hole. It was a hell hole. It was a, a drug den. So I, I did uh, the whole inside the hotel and how gross it was. And you love everything. staying at drug dens on the road, huh? Yeah, it's one of those things where you go on the road for these college football road trips, and they're just small towns that have no infrastructure for these big game days, and they have like one nice hotel, and that nice hotel is booked up a year in advance. I know we're wrapping, and you're plugging Nomad, but this brings up something I should have brought up. You and myself are going to Minnesota for the Super Bowl. We've been approved. Yes. Flight's been booked. Yeah. You mentioned to me yesterday as we're looking into where to stay and the company's mm-hmm. going to take care of it that, that you were really considering an Airbnb. Yeah. And I was definitely taken aback because of my last Airbnb experience with you was like we were not in the middle of anything and in a crack den. And now I'm hearing that you're in another drug den hotel. <laughs> and I am not sure I trust you to make the uh, make the arrangements here. Uh, that Look, that's understandable. I will run this by you when you when I book it. Like I, I want a Google street map where we are. Totally fair. I, I You have earned that. I deserve that. I need to uh, – there's got to be another level of, of signing off on it based on my decisions. I will say, when it came to San Francisco, I didn't know that the Tenderloin District was the drug den area. (laughs) 
So when I booked, sounds like a nice place for me to hear music. Yeah, and it was close <laughs> to the convention center, and there was an Apple store nearby. Right. So what did Who I know? Uh, we also learned that was like the weirdest city in America too. So. Yeah, yeah, I think. Like Bloomington, Minnesota will probably not be filled with drug dens and bad streets. You never know. But who knows? I don't know. You don't know. So I, we need to do some recon on this. You can understand my, you know, holding my breath. Hesitation. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. So we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about more Super Bowl plans as we get closer and whatever sitcom we're going to have to uh, break out for this year. But uh, check out Nomad because not only is it the, uh, the drug-infested haunted hotel that we stayed in outside of Auburn and Opelika, Alabama, but also um, I had some amazing shrimp and grits in Atlanta for a Southern Comfort breakfast, and I did uh, I did the Fat Guy Zoom. I know that you love the camera work on a Fat Guy Zoom of into the... Uh, fat Guy Zoom sounds like a new dance. <laughs> it was great. Uh, so I think you'll enjoy that. So go to Nomad and check it out. And uh, on that note, I was on MLB Now and MLB Network yesterday, and they played clips from Nomad. With all my Mets stuff, all the, the games that have gone to go see the Mets. So that's a big Nomad plug. That's a huge... That was national. Huge. <laughs> Gotta have it. Gotta have it. So check that out on Nomad and check out Side B right now. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. Welcome into Side B of the PGP here. What the hell was that intro? <laughs> It's, are you are you kidding me with that? You in three, two, one. Welcome into side B of uh, the PGP here <laughs> on Play Dotted. Here, this is the Permission Granted podcast, and this is Mraz. And that lovely voice who already chimed in is CBS PDB. Oh, I'm sorry, new Twitter handle for people, Lottie. Right. Where do we go here? CBS Pete the Body. CBS Pete the Body. And okay, we'll start with that. We had a lot to get into. Pete, since the last time we had him on the PGP, has changed his Twitter handle. And why might you ask, why do I care about that? Because this is a real moment. Pete really planted his flag as a member of the DA show where we have given him the nickname, The Body. Bart Scott emphasized The Body Mm -hmm. and a drop. And you're embracing that persona. I am embracing it because um, uh, you guys have made me feel welcome on the the program. Um, Uh, I'd hope. It's almost been a year at this point. Oh, yeah. Working with Gio and Jones, they made me feel very welcome. But as we all know, Gio and Jones is going away. Do we know that? Because I feel like that no, hasn't that, no, been... No, uh, that's been, that's okay, it's there. been announced? Well, okay. Geo is going away. Right. Um, so, quite frankly, the name is going away. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, so, so uh, Greg, um, Greg's leaving, and my name, PDB, CBS PDB, was associated with that show. So... Okay, I didn't it, realize... It's kind of a tie in It's two things. I, okay, I didn't realize PDB came from them. So yes. they called you PDB, we call you The Body, which is kind of funny because you work on back-to-back shows... And, okay, I'm just going to say it. Pete, unlike a lot of other people who work behind the scenes here at CBS Sports Radio, has a tough job in that he has to work on two shows back-to-back. A lot of times, a guy is one show in and out. The way the hours and the schedule warm up, Pete Pete is kind of like like the starting catcher that has to catch nine innings, 140 games a year. It's not like these uh, guys in the overnight that get the one show. (sighs) You can tell where Pete feels on this here. So, yeah, no, but but no, it's fine. I mean, it's fine. I I consider myself, I said this to you before, the offensive coordinator uh, for the head coach who is the producer. Right. So, okay, so Pete is the offensive coordinator, but... That uh, what I find is interesting is so if you listen to shows back to back and you go okay I'm a Geo and Jones listener and I'm a DA show listener and you hear them refer to you as PDB and then we refer to you as the body 
It's just funny how there's not a consistent name. There's many nicknames. So like, like G-O- Are you happy with that? Like, Do you like having... Because like, I've been uh, Mraz since a colder and Salt Lake City like, screwed up my name years ago. I like many nicknames, but I like a little consistency, too. So okay. But, um, I, now they were calling me Petey Meats toward the end of the. Uh, the <laughs> Petey Meats. I love cooking meat. I love cooking meat. You've so been on call, a paleo diet. They're calling you Petey Meats. Petey Meats. See, which is fine. That's but, a good one. But remember, the show is going away. Okay. Like, show, so I kind of want to associate it with something that's going on right now. So if you continue to work on the new morning show, which who knows how the schedule is going to shake out? If they give them their own, or you just stick with us? I mean, who knows with this place? Would you tell the new show, "Hey, I'm the body"? Because now I've switched the Twitter handle. That's how DHL calls me. Referring me as the body. I, I, I like, are we have, off and running with that, or are we going to be, you be, know, PD meets? Off, no, I'd be off and running with the body. Okay. Will because you, will you, know, you tell the new host that I am the body? Yes, because the name is derived from my love of wrestling, and Jesse the Body Ventura was a major player in, in pro wrestling. I, I feel like we're doing a people Audi 30 for 30 right now. My name was derived from my yeah, love of yeah, wrestling. 30 seconds. People <laughs> Audi 30 for 30 seconds. That'd be mine. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to the biggest topic of the week on the DA show, which is so odd, as I've been on the show for five years in various time slots, and it's weird what we think will take off and go, like, I think this is going to be a good debate, and then maybe it goes nowhere, right? Or, you know, it goes somewhere, but not, not to the extreme. And then it's weird how something small who that wasn't even pre-planned, like we have a pre, pre-show meeting every show, will, and like maybe something we didn't plan, it was off the cuff, just takes off. And on Trash Tuesday, DA, after watching the Texans on Monday night, trashed the Texans coaches for wearing sweatpants and talked about how it's just terrible decorum and all this. And naturally, the slob that I am, I love comfort. I am built for comfort. And I think a, I think a sweatpant is okay now, especially if it's not the sloppy ones, as, as you know, red with the elastic on the bottom, paint stains. Everything. You're not going to wear those to work. But I think a nice, sleek, either those jogging pants or whatever work. And then he's bashing them in the airport. And me and him get pretty heated about it. And I cannot believe to, it's Thursday by the time we're taping. I apologize for the late PGP. And I'm still getting tweets, texts. I got a text from my friend's father a little while ago. Even though he had my phone number, he goes, by the way, I never wear sweatpants to work. The amount of people that were invested in this argument is mind-boggling to me, Pete. There's no respect in general these days. I, I, feel, okay, I have I, no idea where well, you're going with this. this is where I'm going. I feel dress codes are not respected. Okay. Um, I don't think they should even exist look, anymore. I've seen, I've, but no, no, no. All right. Funeral. <laughs> funeral. Funeral, say, fine. Say there's a funeral. And, you and see, a wedding. And you see somebody walk into your fun- to the funeral wearing purple. We're wearing a, a purple outfit. Yeah. Something that doesn't like a fit. A velour suit or something. Or something, uh, the Dumb and Dumber suit. Okay. Right? What are you going to say about that? You're going to raise an eyebrow. Correct. So my whole thing is I... I somewhat agree with DA on this, but I also think that that some things are a little different now. Like they were talking about yoga pants. Yoga pants, I feel, is a fashion trend, kind of like bell bottoms, kind of like. But yeah, now yoga you wouldn't, pants in two thousand seventeen. You, you now like wear yoga bottom. pants to a funeral or to a wedding. But you know what? You may you may wear them with a nice uh, blouse up top. To uh, a woman might wear with a nice blouse up top to work. Okay. Uh, on a, on a, maybe on a Friday. So I guess it's no? the line weddings and funerals, and after that, everything should be fair game. Also, uh, they, yeah, also yeah. I think there's a difference between sloppy sweatpants right. and they look nice. Like what the Texans wear in the sun are officially licensed. They're sharp looking. Now, I'm not wearing sweatpants during business hours. That's yeah. that's the ultimate no. I uh, guess that my point is 
it is the ultimate no. I'm trying to hammer the point that it should no longer be the ultimate oh, no. We should hammer home comfort as a society. Yeah, but then... But Americans work their tail off right, here. Right, but you know what? We're not going to get lazy all the time. That, that, that's the I, problem. See, I don't buy that this signifies laziness. It, do, it doesn't, but then there's times where you're... You, you think because I'm wearing sweatpants that... Yeah, but that's the thing. If we start the trend where this is pro, you know, possible and more and more people do it, you're no longer going to look out right, of place. It's like to, a butterfly effect. Go back to Eric and review your next tape. Wearing sweatpants. Okay, yes. Tell, tell me what you think. I agree. He will look at me like I got 10 heads. Right. I want to... Ch- my my point is I want to change that mindset, though. It's not going to change, so don't, don't even bother. Well, it will when guys like me get to, to executive roles. Sweatpants Thursdays. <laughs> Sweatpants Thursdays? No, she make it a thing. Okay. Like, you see... Look on the weekends. <laughs> you make it a thing. On the weekends, when it's no when it's no dress code or whatnot. But so if, who if, are we if, just oppressing? Bosses? They don't want to be in suits either. Well, it's my point. A, we're all just lying to ourselves. Why do we want to look like that? Weekend usually people are not a, a whole staff is working. It's a little bit laid, a little bit more laid back. You're doing the work, but a little bit more laid back. Um, I say to anybody that's aspiring to be in a business in the beginning, you do not you you wear. Uh, either really nice jeans and a nice shirt, for, like for a man, for a man, or a dress or whatnot for a woman, uh, slacks, khakis, but no, no, and no like jogging pants or anything like that. But if it's a, if if you've been in a business for thirteen years, fifteen years, and you are working a Sunday shift just for the hell of it, and it's like another position, okay, wear the sweats. Yeah, but you know what? They're not gonna dress like a sh- complete schlobiel. You know, it's a good use oh, of cook, cook. meal, right? I don't, uh, Pete. I just, I think the whole mindset is so backwards in this country. I just do, and even on airplanes, like, can we just board an airplane where it's? I want to sit down. I'm going to sit down and coach. I want to be comfortable. I agree with that. Look, you know, I, I don't want only, the denim and the, the zipper riding up way, on me. The only you're going to dress up really nice only on a on a plane if you are traveling in a, in a business way. If you're traveling in a business way, I would dress. Accordingly to don't you get the business, wrinkled, you're, then? You're, you're representing a company. But don't you get, don't you get pants and shirt get wrinkled sitting in a plane like that for that long? Well, no, you 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 don't you don't wear it again, or you iron it when you get down or get to the place. See, now it's just too many steps. I don't like, have to look, worry about that. This is casual, like like if Super Bowl, right? If you're going to the Super Bowl, I would slacks and a nice a nice uh, polo shirt or button down. You know, even even like this, even I've worn wearing, jeans on Radio Row. I'm wearing here like slacks and maybe like a. Like a pullover jacket or something like Ooh. that. You know, like, like something All right. to that nature. And one last thing on this before we end the side B and, and the PGP. And I think some- it, it depends. I think a lot of it is played by ear. But, you know, you impress your bosses first. Impress the people around you first before you you go for comfort. Okay, so now we have mentioned weddings and funerals. More so than even jobs. Like, that's where you got to dress up. I have noticed, and I want to know the difference. on it. What is the difference between this? I have seen it at weddings a lot in the last two years where there will be those random people that will no longer be wearing dress shoes with their suit. They'll be wearing some kind of fancy Converse or like a like a comfort shoe, like a sneaker or anything like that. So why is that now becoming acceptable? But if you wore, you know, a tight pair of jogging pants, that's a problem. I think that goes along with the notion of like really nice jeans with, with a good shoe. You know, like, like I, I feel like I that, think we're bending the rules where they shouldn't be bent. No, but, I, but look, look, we're looking the. You shouldn't bend the rules on the feet. You should bend the rules on the pants. I, I say that for all this important part, like every part of a wedding is important, but for all the important parts, the you're up at the altar or wherever you're getting married, um, the first dance and all that stuff. You're wearing your your proper shoes, but if you're if 
once the party starts and you need to move around, okay, you put on a sneaker that goes along. That with if you change into it later, just right. like the ties come off later the wedding. I'm talking about it. people starting with it. I wouldn't start it. with it like that. I don't think that's a good look. Well, if there's anybody who knows anything about dress codes, it's me and you, the body. <laughs> yes, that's where we're at. We know how we know how to follow or not follow. Uh, <laughs> you could follow uh, Pete on Twitter at, at CBS Pete the Body. CBS Pete the Body, and you could follow me at Mraz CBS M R A Z CBS. Hey, it's the first weekend in December. I can't believe we're there. Start getting your holiday shopping done and Get have that, a run up that debt. Run up that debt. Have a great weekend, everyone. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.